friends, welcome to the Link Fitness Show. I'm your host, Marissa Deshong, aka Link, and I'm here to motivate and educate on all things fitness, nutrition, and mindset to help you create an energized and healthy lifestyle. Let's dive in. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of the Link Fitness Show. I am so happy you're here because today we are going over the details of the one thing one really big thing that is way more important than the stupid freaking scale. Okay. This matters way more than the scale. And this one thing is your biofeedback. Okay. So before we dive in, make sure that you rate and review the podcast because that would just mean the absolute world to me. And make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. You always get a little notification that your girl has uploaded the good shit. Okay. Okay. So again, the scale does not matter nearly as much as your biofeedback does. And if you're not exactly sure what biofeedback is, don't worry, keep listening because we're going to dive into it a little bit more. Um, so if you're not already monitoring your biofeedback, I will say you are missing out on some really crucial, 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 bold, italic, underlined, crucial information. Okay, there is so freaking much more to your fitness journey than what the number on the scale says, anything like that, your your pant size, whatever it is. There is so much more to your fitness journey than that. And the only way that you're going to be able to stick to your fitness journey long term and be successful long term is by monitoring your biofeedback. Okay, so some things that you want to look at with your biofeedback include your sleep, your soreness levels, your energy your hunger, your stress, your motivation. There is so much that goes into it. And really being as in tune as you possibly can with these different factors allow you to be ridiculously successful, okay? These factors give you the opportunity to step back and really look at that big picture overall. These factors are absolutely going to impact your success long-term, which obviously this is what we'd want. We're we're done with these like on and off cycles. That's just, nobody wants that, okay? That's not good. That's not fun. We're not here for that. So we are going to start monitoring our biofeedback. So by taking the time and the effort to consciously, keyword there is consciously, monitor your biofeedback, you're now giving yourself the opportunity to just develop a better understanding of how your body functions, as well as getting more clarity to the signals that your body is already sending you, right? So we all know our body sends us signals on the daily, right? When you're hungry, that's a signal. When you're tired, that's a signal. All of the different things because our body is going to obviously adapt, right? So our body is going to send these signals of like, hey, I I really need this if you want me to uh, survive, (laughs) Okay. So if you've ever said, um, oh, I I thought I was hungry, but I was really just thirsty or I thought I was thirsty, but I was hungry. I think it's, what is it? I think it's, you confuse thirst for hunger or hunger for thirst. I don't know, whatever. But if you've ever said something along the lines of, yeah, like I, I thought I was hungry, but like, I think I was really just like thirsty. Yeah, no, we're not, we're not going to do that anymore. 
Okay. We're not going to do that. <laughs> we're not going to do that anymore because we're going to be tuned in with our biofeedback and what our body freaking needs. You're going to be able to tell the difference between hunger and thirst and stress and lack of sleep and truly not having motivation or just being a little extra sleepy that day. You know, you will be able to tell the difference when you are consistently and consciously monitoring your biofeedback, okay? Because when our body is under too much stress, whether that be from overtraining or being in a caloric deficit for, or dieting for too long or, you know, even just work, like if work is really stressing you out or just life in general, all of the things are stressing you out, all of our biofeedback signals are going to be like, whoa, okay, red flag, this is not okay. This is not okay. And then once we receive those red flags, we now have to respond appropriately. Okay. Burnout is a great example here. I mean, I hope that you're not at the point of burnout, but in case you are, or even if you've ever experienced burnout before, you're going to know exactly what I'm talking about here. But this will help you get get through it moving forward. Um, so if you ever do experience burnout again, we can work through this. So when we do feel that burnout, we naturally you know, get a little bit frustrated that we have no motivation or we just don't want to go to the gym and we don't know why, or we feel guilty because our nutrition maybe hasn't been on, on point, right? Or we're upset because we're feeling super bloated. We haven't pooped in days. It's just, ugh, you feel sluggish, you feel down and you don't know why. Or even just like we can't sleep at night and then we just turn into this huge ball of stress because we're not getting enough sleep. So we don't have enough energy and we can't get through our things at a normal pace. And we're just this huge hamster wheel and just ball of stress. And we're ready to crack at any freaking moment, right? Well, if you're super in tuned and consciously tracking your biofeedback, you're going to be able to recognize these red flags before they come smacking you in the face like a brick. You're not going to get to that point of, oh shit, right? I'm breaking down now. Nope. You are going to be able to recognize and respond appropriately. Okay. Sometimes it, it can be hard. And I'm not saying monitoring your biofeedback is a guarantee that you won't ever feel burnout ever again. You still could. I have, and I've been monitoring my biofeedback. But if you're consciously monitoring that biofeedback and being true and honest with yourself when you are doing biofeedback check-ins, then you'll definitely be able to see the red flags quite a bit in advance. You know, every time I, I struggle with, you know, even a little bit of burnout, um, I get to that point where I'm, I'm teetering on the edge. I never, I, I shouldn't say never. I haven't fully hit that full burnout in a really, really long time. Um, but when I, I was getting to that full burnout. I couldn't figure out why. I couldn't figure out what was going on, but that's because I, at the time, wasn't monitoring, right? And then once I started monitoring and I was like, damn, I'm really stressed out. And I would do like, you know, one little thing and think that, oh, that just erased all of the stress that I had. Like, I, I'm great. You know, I am, I am great. No. <laughs> you have to monitor more than just, you know, one specific area. So looking in my situation, um, the last time that I was starting to feel a little bit, I wouldn't even say burnout. It, it was more of like, I was really overwhelmed. Um, and I started to let that pressure kind of get to me. I took that step back and I was like, all right, think about what, I, what do I need right now? What does my body need? Right. I took a day off from the gym. I took some extra time to do some stretching. I really focused on prioritizing nutrient-dense foods and my water intake. And that that next night, I went to bed, like, I shit you not, like, probably an hour to an hour and a half earlier than I normally go to sleep. 
because I knew I needed that rest. I knew I needed that recovery. I knew I needed to just step back and give my body what it needs, almost like just like surrendering to the red flags and saying like, okay, what do I need right now? How can I move forward? What do I need? Surrender that. Surrender that drive of like, I have to go, 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 go all the time. And if you're an Enneagram type three like me, I feel you, but we got to turn that shit off. Okay. Turn it off. Surrender. Feel the feelings. Feel what you got to feel. Say, what do I need in this moment? And then move forward that way because you taking that step back and maybe pulling off to 70 to 60 to 70% instead of going balls to the wall 24 seven, you're now giving yourself time to recharge and then go from there. Right? So I'm not saying that you'll completely avoid burnout, but you definitely will be able to kind of slow it down before you get to that point and give yourself the opportunity to respond appropriately. If you're not tracking your biofeedback, there is no red flag. It's just going to hit you like a brick because you're not paying attention to it. You're not in tune with it. You don't even know what you're looking for, right? So those red flags have been going off, but you're not reading them because you don't know what the hell to look for. Where if you are in tune with that and you know what those red flags are, you can approach them and handle them before it gets to the point of true, you know, full-blown burnout. Right. So now that you've seen those red flags, you want to act on them and don't just say like, damn, I'm stressed and continue to bitch to literally everyone, you know, don't do that. Do something about it. Like I said, in my example, I I took that step back and I said, okay, what can I do here? Do something about it. Surrender that go and do what you need to do. Take time and prioritize that stress management. Take time and decompress. Take time to set yourself up for success. That rhymes. Take time to say, okay, I'm not feeling A1 today. Take that step back, you know, guilt-free and focus on moving the needle forward literally any way that you can. Okay. How can you show up for yourself today? And that's a big thing with biofeedback is really like, what is the highest level of me do? What is the highest version of me do? What does my best self do? Your best self is super freaking in tune with her biofeedback. Your best self knows what she needs, when she needs it, and why she needs it because she's in tune with her biofeedback. So taking that step back to say, okay, how can how can I move the needle forward here is a huge, huge thing. That's you showing up as your highest self, as your best self, and moving that needle forward, right? Just being aware of and, and understanding is honestly so freaking key and just so important for long-term success. So when you understand your biofeedback, you now understand what your body needs, what is going on, and any really like um, adjustments that you could make to improve the result of that, like I just call them check-ins, the biofeedback check-in moving forward. So if you check in with yourself and you'd be like, "Mm, biofeedback's a little off today, like what can I do? You know, and be like, okay, what did I do last time? What adjustments can I make? And then tomorrow my biofeedback check-in will be a little bit better. And then the following day that bio check-in feedback will be a little bit better than the last one and just keep moving it forward that way. So um, yes, biofeedback is something that you want to check in with um, daily, if not every other day. You know, um, I would try and if I was you strive to check in with your biofeedback on the daily. Um literally doesn't take long. It takes 30 seconds to really, you know, jot it down and pay attention to it and then kind of go from there. But 
really being in tune with what you need. That way you can see your progress moving forward and see what's truly working best. You know, like for stress management, for example, if your stress levels are really, really high and you want to bring them down, well, what did you try before that worked really, really well? What, what didn't work so well? You know, and by checking in with your biofeedback and being conscious of your biofeedback, you can really analyze this and say like, okay, option B seemed to be the better option here. Let me go with option B and see how I feel and then continue to go from there. So um, in my opinion, and quite a few others' opinions, tracking your biofeedback is literally one of the best ways to measure your progress. My clients, like I said, they check in daily with how they're feeling. And if you ask them, it's literally crazy what they feel now compared to what they felt like when we started, right? So a little example here. One of my clients, her name is Kayla. She started with me in February and she was able to reflect back on like Feb, like reflect back to February when she was um, taking exams before. And then she's uh, finishing up her semester now and she had to take exams again. So if you've been through college, you know the the stress levels of even high school stress levels of exams are no fun. Um, but, but she was able to look back and reflect and say like, okay, how did I feel in the last round of exams versus this round? And she was able to recognize the huge differences that she felt this time around versus what she had felt in, in February, right? So I want to read you something directly from her last check-in. Um, and this is her weekly. So each day my clients fill out a daily check-in. Um, and then they have like a weekly check-in where it, everything that they put in daily, just like auto, it's like automatically inputted into like their weekly check-in. And then they fill out like a little, a couple questions just to like really see where they're at, what they want to work on, uh, what's going well, all that kind of stuff. But, um, so one of the questions is if you had to pick one thing you could improve upon this week, you know, what would it be? And here's what she said. She said, I actually think I handled this week really well. The last time I took my exam, I was burning myself out with studying and wasn't taking care of myself. This time, I made sure to take deliberate time for myself by exercising every day and taking time at night to rest, to reset, sorry. I found this so much more sustainable than focusing solely on studying. This came from all the mindset work we've been doing the past few months. Back in February, I felt so guilty taking time to exercise and rest, but I can truly say that na- that I now feel like I understand the importance of putting my mental and physical health first and letting the rest follow. What? Like, <laughs> that is huge, huge, huge growth, right? Like just like right here. I just want to reread this one last part. Back in February, I felt so guilty taking time to exercise and rest, but I can truly say that I now feel like I understand the importance of putting my mental and physical health first and letting the rest follow. That is, that is powerful. Okay. So this round of exams, she was able to still prioritize her studying, still get her studying in and get her exercise in. Um, she also said that on, what was it? She said she did her workout the morning of her exam. Her exam was, I think in the afternoon or like noonish. So she got up in the morning and she did her exercise. She, she did her lift and then she has a Peloton. So she was like, you know what? I'm just going to do like a fun little ride, get a little extra movement in, help me kind of de-stress and get in a good like flow before she went into her exam. 
I am so excited for her. Like, I just, I love being able to see the growth that she's experienced. And just, you know, a lot of my clients have been fortunate enough to really be able to reflect clearly and say, wow, my biofeedback is is something else. Um, another client, we uh, we talk quite a bit and she's, she's like, yeah, I knew I was a little extra sore because I didn't hit my protein goal. Like, I, I, I can tell. I can tell when my body needs something. Like I could probably eat intuitively and know exactly what my body needs and probably still stay within my caloric range, which not to get off topic here, but totally the goal with macros. So we love that. Um, But really tracking your biofeedback, it is so freaking important. Okay. So even if you just want to start out by monitoring your sleep and then adding in, you know, your hunger cues or your stress levels, and then really just paying attention to how you can, um, look at your stress levels with your sleep and your energy levels all combined. You know, when you have a really, really good night's sleep, how does that impact your stress levels as well as your energy levels? If you have a really shitty night of sleep, how does that impact your stress and your energy levels? You know, they all kind of tie in together in different ways and form this like one big spider web. So really looking at it of how does one impact the other is a really fun way to kind of analyze what you could improve upon. Um, and really just continue to add different areas slowly. And honestly, you'll be well on your way to feeling your absolute freaking best. Okay. So if you're not already monitoring your biofeedback, I highly, highly, highly recommend you start. And if you need some support and some guidance and an organized place to monitor all of it and you know, be able to see it all in one spot clearly and insanely freaking organized, then I want you to fill out the application in my in the show notes below and together we'll have you well on your way to achieving your goals. Sound good? Sounds good. All right. So any questions or anything like that, you can shoot me a message. Um, and don't forget, rate, review the podcast. rate and review the podcast, subscribe, and I will see you in the next episode.